Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out and that's it. Okay, I always like to start with something interesting and it really was only a matter of time because all the pig kids have them. I'm talking about those small Bluetooth trackers that you can put on your keychain and your luggage or on your dog. Uh, news out this past week that Google is getting into the small locating tracker business to compete against Apple, Tile, and Samsung. They're going to work on all Android phones and Google's Pixel phones. Now, Google cannot only track us and everything that we do online. Now it can track everything that's important to us. Yeah, nice. Google makes great products. And I know that we all love that Google browser, the Chrome browser, but I hate how often it crashes. It totally puts me on edge. Now, you're about to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. And if you're a new listener, welcome. So glad to have you with us. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. It's the Kim Commando Show. I'm America's digital goddess, Kim Commando, here with you once again, of course. It's the largest, most trusted, award-winning show about all things digital. You can find us on over 425 top stations from coast to coast, and we're streaming in your favorite radio app. And you can find us streaming on demand 24-7 over at GetKim.com. And a special thank you to our servicemen and women in the Army, the Marines, the Navy, the Air Force, the Coast Guard, and the Space Force who are protecting our great nation and hearing us on the American Forces Network Radio. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. All right, every single day, I go to about 30 different sites, and I talk to my friends in the inside the industry, so this way I can always keep you up to date on all things digital. And this is part of the show where I like to talk about consumer tech. And we're going to start with having the latest phone is not always trend. Uh, phone companies are using discounts to clear out all these inventories. Well, except for Apple, of course. New stats from tech analyst Catalyst says that phone shipments are the lowest that they have been in a decade. So why is this? Well, infl- inflation for one. Also, Gen Z is going retro. Just like millennials are collecting records, Gen Zers, they want old tech. They want razor phones and record players and digital cameras. That's right. Nikon is their top choice. Uh, they want to take pictures without all these notifications and, and, and things that they'd be getting on their phone, the distractions. Now, the only smartphone seller not to lose out is Apple. Their share of sales actually went up 19%. And with the increasing price and size of the iPhones, if you want to be an iPhone owner in two years, let me tell you, you're really going to need some deep pockets. All right, number two on our list, no, you're not that lucky. So you're shopping on Amazon and you need an external hard drive. You see a 16 terabyte drive on Amazon for 25 bucks. You're like, yes, this is a great deal. But you know in the back of your mind that these drives cost anywhere between 300 and 500 bucks. So I want you to be careful because counterfeit goods are running rampant all over Amazon. So how do you spot the fakes? Well, check out the name, match up the prices with known brands, and look at the reviews. But speaking of reviews, I saw this review the other day. It's for a blue Amazon Kindle waterproof case. Uh, It's five stars, and this guy, Ben Harrison, it's a verified purchase, says, I got this for the mother-in-law for bath time, hoping it would be crap. Her Kindle would slip out and electrocute her. So far, this bloody thing is staying in one place. It's great for waterproofing your Kindle, but it's crap for murder. (laughs) Okay, yeah, verified purchase right there. Uh, Number three on our list, Apple announced a whole bunch of new products. And if you're in the market for a new MacBook, 
make sure you're buying the latest version because this past week, Apple unveiled faster Mac Minis and MacBook Pros powered by Apple's own M2 Pro and M2 Max chips. That's right. No more Intel chips. It's a big deal. Now, Apple says that this is the fastest MacBook Pro that they have ever released. Nice. Makes me so glad that I bought a new MacBook recently. It's always such a downer, isn't it, when you buy a piece of tech and a newer, faster, better version just comes out. Oh, by the way, they also announced a new HomePod. You know, that thing just has never really taken off for Apple. It does have great sound, and they say now you can get notified when a smoke alarm goes off. You can also check the temperature in your room by using your HomePod. Not sure if we necessarily need that. I mean, after all, we all have smart thermostats now, too. And speaking of number four, one man's food waste is now mulch. What's going on? Let me ask this question. Would you pay $33 a month to have your trash turned into mulch that you then have to mail to a company? Would you do that? $33 a month to have all your food waste turn into mulch, and then you have to mail it off somewhere. Well, Nest founder and CEO Matt Rogers, he has a brand new startup company called Mill, and it's kind of a high-tech trash can. Here's how it works. You put any food that you would throw away, I'm talking about meat, eggs, cheese, burnt offerings, whatever you have, into a new kitchen bin that dehydrates the food overnight. They say turning it into an odorless coffee ground-like material that the company calls food grounds. Okay. Now, once this high-tech trash bin fills up, which they say takes about three weeks, you mail all those food grounds back to the company who made the trash can. And then they're going to sell your food grounds to farms so that this way they can feed the chickens. And no, you do not get a piece of the action. So I want you to remember, this is the guy who invented the Nest thermostat. He's obviously a smart guy, obviously has a lot of time and money. But I think he should stick with what he actually knows. I mean, and launching a new dating app, think about this, that would focus on the key to a successful relationship. What is that? Finding that person who likes the same thermostat setting that you do. Yes, the Nest thermostat. And finally, this coming in at number five, a new product that does make complete sense. Okay, when you're wearing earbuds, the whole world knows it. And maybe you want to remain convert convert when you are, uh, when you're like listening to music, you're having a phone call, or maybe listening to a podcast. Well, there's now the Nova H1 audio earrings. These earrings are tiny speakers that look like you're wearing big, pricey pearl earrings. Yes, pearl earrings. So you can clip them on your ears or you can use them like regular pierced earrings. And they don't cram into your ear like AirPods or the other ones. So how does it play music discreetly? I mean, why doesn't everybody around you hear what's coming out? Well, they say that there are speaker vents behind the pearls and it directs the audio right into your ear canal and it doesn't spread in any other direction. Now, because they're not placed directly in your ear canal, you can actually still hear what's going on around you. So how much do you think these things will actually cost? Anybody, $635 for a pair. Wow, that's pricey. And the AirPods are a couple hundred bucks. So they definitely have to bring down these prices in order to get mass appeal. And I don't know if you've heard about the new trend. People are putting baked goods on their ear studs. That's right. It's pioneering. Yes, it's pioneering fashion. Get it, pioneering. Oh, I know, that was a really bad one. Pioneering fashion. Sorry about that. 
All right, coming up in just a few moments, the best ways to track down all those hidden monthly subscriptions. We have our trivia contest that you don't want to miss, and also a money tip how to cancel streaming and get an antenna. And also, some laptops have expiration dates. What's up with that? And of course, your phone calls on the Kim Commando Today podcast. And let's get started with Frank in Traverse City, Michigan. Hello there, Frank. Oh, hi, Kim. Good to talk to you again. It's, uh, I've been on a couple of times in the past, and everything you offer, you know, the, the website, the daily emails, it's, it's invaluable. Uh, I've, oh, I'm learning you, something new all the time. But I've come, awesome. up, with a, uh, come up with a problem here that uh, is a little disturbing from uh, my security cameras. Uh, I've got an Arlo system. And Arlo just sent out uh, an end-of-life notice on my cameras. Now, when I bought the cameras, they said, yeah, you'll get seven days of cloud storage for up to five cameras, and we'll continue to monitor it and give you warnings, alerts when something's happened outside or inside. Well, they're now pulling the alert service. They're pulling the cloud storage service. However, they're more than willing to sell me new cameras uh, and (laughs) new monitoring services. (laughs) Uh, and over and the why last not? Eight days, <laughs> over the last eight days, I've gotten eight promotional emails for new, buying new cameras from them. So, mm. But the mystery here is also that if I buy the monitoring service, suddenly my cameras will start to work again. Isn't so, that coin? Isn't that a coinky dinky? Isn't that <laughs> so? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I understand the line that money talks, but you know, yeah. come on. Quit playing games with me. You know, I, you know what, when, when is my next end-of-life notice going to come up? So I'm thinking it's probably, you know, and granted, this is an older system. It's probably time to change. Things have to be have to have gotten better since I bought this system. But uh, I'm really not all that willing to give them any more of my money, given the way they've acted here recently. Well, you know, you might want to check it out, and we're, I'm going to send you the link, is that Arlo does have an upgrade plan. Uh, for any of these 4030s that were purchased before January 1st, 2023. And you're right about the end of life. It says the hardware is going to continue to do motion detection, push notifications, live streaming, uh, except for the short-term video cloud storage. So before we before you go out and buy anything, Frank, I want you to mm-hmm. look at this link and then see if this see if they're willing to send you some free upgrades, do firmware upgrades, or send you free cameras or anything like that to keep you as a good customer. Because when I clicked the link, they said that this was their way of saying thank you. Now, if you're totally against it, and I get it, this end of life, you're like, why did we have to do this? Is that um, there there are some outdoor wireless solutions that work on solar. There's a company called RioLink, and I'll send you a link for this. Um, Relatively inexpensive, 120 bucks each. But if you are looking for a whole home wireless and wired security system and you don't want to have to pay anybody, because that's what I was getting from you, Frank, uh, you don't want to have to pay anybody all these fees and you're wondering about end of life and then you start saying, you know, what exactly do I need? Is that that's when we want to look at a whole system uh, with six cameras, 24-7 recording, you can actually add one or two more cameras. Real Link is the name of the company that is uh, that I like for this particular solution as well. And so let's do this. I'm going to give you three links, Frank. Uh, one to check out the Arlo replacement, the upgrade package. And if you're tired of Arlo and them end of life and the 
fun and games that they've been setting you for the, God, eight pitches. Wow. I'd be annoyed too. Uh, is let's look at the wireless solution from RioLink. And it's a, like I said, it runs on solar as well as a whole replacement kit that comes with all the cameras and then what you need to record off-site right there at your house 24-7. And if that doesn't work for you, just give me a call back. And again, thank you for, I also want to say a personal thank you for everything that you mentioned that as far as with the newsletters and the website. But I will tell you, it's not just me. We have a whole team over at commando.com. Hey, let me tell you, it's not just security cameras. Laptops have expiration dates too. I can tell you more about that later on this hour. And let's see, Carol, you're up next, also from Traverse City. Hello. Hi, Kim. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited to be talking to you. And I hope I understand what you're going to be talking to me about as computers and cell phones hurt my brain. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we can't have that happening. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> Can I so what's going problem? on in your world, Carol? Well, my husband um, is a psychologist, and he has a business, and he has a website. We set it up about eight years ago now, and the guy that set it up you know, is a, a legitimate person in business. Since then, he's flown to coop. We don't know what happened to him, where he went, and we want to take the website down, but we don't. Somebody told me something about a domain name or something. I have no idea what that is, but we don't <laughs> have it or know it. Or, or they said you had to have that to get in okay. to take it down. But there, that's the problem. Okay, so, uh, all right. So let's talk about. Let's take it from the beginning. Okay. Okay. Is that uh, a web domain is a web address? So whatever your husband's business is, dot com. Okay. Just like you have a physical address, this is your web address. And so okay. what you can do is figure out who has who has registered that domain. Well, you gave me uh, your website, and we looked it up, and that your website is registered with GoDaddy, okay? Oh. And so what you have to do is call GoDaddy.com and tell them what's going on and tell them that you want to take down the website. You don't need, you don't need it anymore, is that right? No, that's it. Just we want to get rid of it. Okay, yeah, just want to get rid of it. Yeah. And um and so that's that's basically where you that you, so you find the domain and then you say you, you know, it's registered who registered that or where it's registered. You have different registrars, okay? Uh -huh. And your website is registered with GoDaddy, so you call GoDaddy and just tell them that you want to take it down. Okay. But this brings up a really good point, Carol, and I'm glad that you called in because if anybody, anybody listening, if you ever register a domain, don't let some third-party person register a domain for you or to have their contact information on the domain. Make sure that it's always an email address that you're going to have for a long time, a phone number you're going to have for a long time. Make it a Google voice number. So this way, if it starts getting spammy, you can just you know, put everything directly into voicemail. But you need to make sure that you keep track of these domains. And and I can't stress more than ever, I, I've gotten these calls so many times over the years where I've, people have lost their domains because they they don't have the contact information up to date or it's not going to them. And the way that the domain register tells you that your domain is expiring or something's happening with it, they will send you an email to that address. That's why it's always important that you maintain a valid email address for all those domains. Uh, Carol, you were smart. You know about domains. Thanks for your call. If you need any help, you call us back. Hey, I can't stress this enough. Keep your contact information up to date. When you register a domain, you're going to be asked to provide your contact information, your name, your address, your email address. 
always be sure this is accurate and up to date because that's how you're reached if there are any issues with your domain or if you ever want to change where your domain is hosted. It's easy to let these monthly subscriptions just get out of control. It's a couple of bucks here, a couple of bucks there. So what I'd like you to do is make sure that you always check your credit card statements online. And then also look for any app subscriptions on your phone or your tablet. And finally, there is an app to help you track down and cancel subscriptions. It's called Rocket Money. It's free to use. And once again, it's called Rocket Money. All right, coming up, we have our new Commanding the Tech World trivia you don't want to miss. And also later on, laptops that have expiration dates. We have all of your phone calls. And of course, you have me, Kim Commando, which, by the way, if you ever need more information, just hit the website. That's commando.com with a K, of course. That's right. Commanding the tech world trivia, because we've all seen how tech has changed our world. But do we really know the backstory, the insider secrets that make this digitally connected world just go round and round? So in playing Commanding the Tech World Trivia here on the Kim Commando Show, you need to really think. And our special contestant, or as I like to say, victim, joining us this week to win a most valuable prize. I'm talking about the Kim Commando Show fanny pack is Sandra from Maine. Hello there, Sandra from Maine. How are you? Hi, Kim. Good. How are you? So what do you do there in Maine? I'm a veterinarian. Excellent. Wow, that's really super cool. All right, so uh, so our trivia question today is about some Internet websites. And there was a guy by the name of Alex Chu, and he was a British Internet entrepreneur. I don't know if you remember back in 2005, he created the Million Dollar Homepage. And it was a way that he was looking to raise money for his education. The website consisted of one page. It had one million pixels that could be sold as advertising at $1 per pixel. And this uh, Million Dollar webpage went viral. And Alex raised $1 million in just one year. Okay. Then let's fast forward. He created a website in 2011 called DoNothingForTwoMinutes.com in which you would stare at the screen and just listen to waves on a beach for two minutes. And the whole idea is that you would just sit there and not do anything for two minutes. And at the end of two minutes, an email prompt would come up and it asked you to sign up. And in about two weeks, he had 100,000 people sign up. They didn't know what they were signing up for, but they signed up anyway. (laughs) So he created today a billion-dollar company from from those first 100,000 people. So this billion-dollar company, what does it do? So I'm going to give you four options, and it's your job to pick which one he actually created, okay? Okay, all right. So number one is he created a 4K fireplace that had stereophonic sounds. It uses real wood, and this was his first product where you can watch or listen to a burning fire for 24-7. The second choice is that he created a website that you could – relax and you could have meditations you can do different things like that number three was he created a, a website with nature sound so when you're you're you want to listen to a babbling stream a breeze in the tree or birds chirping and also these nature sounds you could be listening to on your phone in case you're ever in traffic or did he create a series of webcams at national parks and so the stream is one minute per each park and it cycles through each park so again his name is Alex too, and he did that million-dollar homepage and had that website for do nothing for two minutes. So you have four different options. Is it the 4K fireplace, a website that would help you meditate, 
The soothing sounds, number three, when you're in traffic or if you just want to listen to a babbling stream or things like that. Or is it four, a series of webcams at the national parks? So which one do you think that Alex did? And again, you're you're uh, you're working for an official Kim Commando show fanny pack. It's a big prize. It's a huge <laughs> prize. All right, maybe not. But which one do you think it is? Oh, that's a tough one because, you know, they, they kind of almost all sound equally useless. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to guess the 4K fireplace. All right. Final answer? Final answer. Well, Sandra... I have to tell you, you are wrong. <laughs> no. Alex, too, from those 100,000 people, uh, he created the app and the website Calm. You know Calm. Uh, yes, I do. And in uh, 2018, he had an interview with Entrepreneur Magazine, which, think about this, 2018 isn't really that long ago. He said that the company was down to their last few thousand dollars and he had to keep doing layoffs just to keep the business afloat. And it wasn't until really 2019 that the meditation app started to make serious money. Now, Calm, the app, is making about anywhere between 200 and $300 million a year. Wow. The, The app is valued at $2 billion. And over 100, about 120 million people have downloaded the Calm app. Isn't okay. that phenomenal? Isn't Why can't that I just think of like, something like that? <laughs> you know what? I was thinking the same darn thing. Where have I been? I mean, I'm sitting here on the radio. What's going on? So, um, sorry you didn't win the fanny pack, but didn't you and I speak once before? We did a few months ago, correct. Yes, at that point, yes, I, I, mean, was, you said... uh, I was establishing a website and, and trying to uh, to kind of weigh the pros and cons of linking Instagram in, into my website. So we, we talked a little bit about the privacy issues associated with doing that. I do remember that. So what's on your mind now? Thanks well, for coming I'm... back for more, by the way. <laughs> well, you were so helpful the first time that I figured you were my, my go-to person as soon as this came up. Um, but uh, the, the website that I established sent me a happy, happy notice that I could now track visitors to my website using Google Analytics and how great this would be that I could, you know, really build my following and so on and so forth. And so I, I decided to do a little bit of research before I jumped in and, and signed up and uh, was a little bit surprised to find some of the things I was reading about Google Analytics and how invasive it is for the privacy, mostly for the users that come to my website. Um, But I also obviously had a little bit of concerns for my privacy, but it seemed a little bit hypocritical because I'm so careful about my internet privacy that then I would be considering something that looked like it violated so many people's privacy without them even knowing it um, by installing it onto my website. And Mm. so I was really wondering whether the benefits of having something like that outweigh all of the potential negatives if if that is real and not just internet rumor, which I was reading. So I, I figured you would know and be able to give me the good advice. Well, thank you. Um, Thanks for your trust. Uh, Google Analytics, I think, is a necessary tool for your website. Uh, It allows you to see where the visitors are coming from, 
So if you're trying to do any type of advertising, you can see exactly what's working or search engine optimization. Then you can see which sources are most um, effective at bringing traffic to your site. You can take a look at which pages that are getting the most views and maybe try to figure out why people are leaving the website. And you can measure, I mentioned a little bit, the effectiveness of your marketing campaigns. You can understand um, how the visitors are interacting with your site, maybe how they're watching the videos or they're clicking certain buttons. And mm -hmm. it really does provide you valuable insight into okay. how your website is performing. And what I really like about, because we use Google Analytics on our site, is that you can see these really handy graphs. And I don't know if you're a visual person, but I, I, I think you are because you're into photography. Yeah. And so when when somebody can show me a graph, that's when I'm like, over time, I'm like, oh, wow, this is terrific. You see mm -hmm. bounce rates and click-through rates. And uh, you can see how your visitors are growing over time. And if all of a sudden the traffic is going down, what levers are you not pulling or anything like that? And it is absolutely free. They have Google has a paid version, but you're nowhere near that. That's more like major big business enterprise fortune companies that will actually pay for Google Analytics. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as the privacy of your visitors, and you're probably one of a thousand, maybe a million people that ever consider that, is that you have a privacy policy on your site. And in that privacy policy, you can say, you know what, we're going to be using Google Analytics in order to uh, see how our traffic is coming, where it's coming from, how effective our marketing is, and all that other good words. But I really think if you have a website and if you're not tracking the data, then you're not doing a service to your business because then you don't know exactly what's working and what's not working and how your website's performing and things that you could be doing better. And so in answer to your question, Sandra, it's great that you're concerned about your user privacy. And so put that in the privacy policy for your website, but sign up for Google Analytics and make sure that you let the data speak. That's something that I've learned over time. Instead of just making decisions by your gut, with Google Analytics, you can actually look at the data in order to make thoughtful, thought-provoking decisions with your online business. Okay, another great thing about using Google Analytics is they have something called Track Your Site Search. So if your website has a search function, which everybody should, you can track the keywords that users are searching for and then use this data to optimize your content and improve the overall user experience. All right, this week's money tip is all about how you can get free TV by using an outdoor antenna. Now, not all antennas are created equal. There are three main classes. You've got unamplified, amplified, and outdoor. And in this money tip, we're going to tell you our exact picks for each one. Like, for example, the indoor Mohu Leaf 30 antenna has a 40-mile range, a budget indoor antenna by Jessabyte, and also an outdoor antenna for a couple of TVs, but most importantly, in this whole tip, we're going to talk about how you can get DVRs and you can record your over-the-air programming. And so in case you're interested in any of this about how you can get free TV, the best antenna, and the best DVRs, head over to commando.com. That's with a K, of course, commando.com. And then when you're there, hit the link that says Kim Show. All right, still to come, laptops that have expiration dates. Yeah, some really do. And then if you buy one, you're kind of messed up. If it, if it just dies on it, there's nothing you can do. And you definitely won't want to miss that here on the Kim Commando Today podcast. Hey, if you're not already getting our daily tech update as a podcast, do me a favor and try it out. Wherever you get your podcasts, just search for my last name, Commando, and make sure that you subscribe or you follow the daily tech update.
All right, coming up next, we have, oh, Steve in Salina, Kansas. Hello there, Steve. Hi there, Kim. How are you doing? Uh, I was going to say, I, I enjoy your show. I listen to it as much as I can on weekends when it comes. Awesome. Well, I'm the official, I'm kind of unofficially the genealogist from my mom's side of the family. My mom's side of the family kind of immigrated from Sweden. And what I what I want need is to have a recommendation for a email where I can send mass email. I have some of them that live in still in Sweden, and uh, I have uh, several states. I send out about fifty three different emails to families. Mm-hmm. And okay. I tried two other um, emails. And one of them wouldn't let me go past twenty five. Once I got to twenty five, all of a sudden everything disappeared. And I did it two or mm-hmm. three times, same number. And another one would let me do it, put a mass email, but it, after 30-day trial, it wanted me to pay uh, $5 a month and $0.10 cents per email or something like that. Yes, yeah, we don't need to do that. Okay, so let me tell you, there's a couple of ways you can do this. Um, when you sent out the email before, did you put everybody in the two field? Uh, yes. Well, no, I, ha- I, okay. had, I had a name, but went over to the, the left of it, let's say I put joe whatever the email was i listed everybody Mm -hmm. on the left side all 53 52 people okay well you know what you want to do is always use the bcc field uh or you can create a distribution list uh so you don't want to put everybody in the two field and i we don't want you to be labeled as a spammer either correct um one of the things that you can do is you can, as I mentioned, you can use the BCC field or create a contact group or a distribution list. Um, you know, it's it's not very difficult to do, and we'll send you those directions on how to do that okay. uh, via email. Uh, but one of the things that you might want to think about is to actually use a mail delivery service. And what's nice about the mail delivery service is that you get a lot of benefits, meaning that if somebody changes an email address... Uh, you're not going to, you're not going to, it's going to be bounced back. And then maybe you don't even know, maybe you're sending it to an email address that nobody even looks at and they never even open it. Um, and if anybody wants to add themselves to the list, now you have to manually put that in the list. So what you're doing is you're manually taking care of 53 people's email addresses to make sure that they're always accurate and it's valid. Um, if you use a service like MailChimp or Constant Contact is that you can have them handle your mailing list. And then plus, you know that you can format your email, make it pretty, use pictures and boxes and things like that. And they Mm -hmm. have email templates. And then you also know that that email is going to look great, whether they're in Sweden on an iPhone, or they're in Germany on an Android tablet, or they're in the United States, wherever it may be, whatever gadget that they're using. And it is absolutely free until you get to maybe it's 200 people or 500 people, depending upon the service that you use. And so take a look at uh, opening an account over at ConstantContact.com or MailChimp, either one. I think they both work the same. Some people think that MailChimp is easier to use than Constant Contact. I've been on Constant Contact for so long. That's why I just kind of gravitate towards it because I know how to manipulate the screens and stuff like that. But then we're getting you out of the whole email management. We get you out of the whole email management business. And then you can really focus on the genealogy, which is a lot more fun than dealing with BCC and distribution lists and two fields and stuff like that. Steve, thank you for your call today. You know, if you have a small business and you're not doing any type of email marketing, I'm telling you, you are so missing out. And these companies like Constant Contact and MailChimp, they make it really easy for you to import your addresses. And it's free, especially if you don't have 
many subscribers. And so if you're sitting there doing it on your email program, it's time for you to up the ante in 2023. That's right. You can do it. And if you need more information about setting up these type of email marketing programs, we have a whole small business section on the website at commando.com. All right. I want you to think of things that have expiration dates, right? Milk comes to mind, eggs, cheese, yogurt, and those cheap laptops called Chromebooks, they have expiration dates too. A lot of people don't know this. It's a huge gotcha. Any Chromebook is a phrase for a tablet, a device, a laptop that runs on Google's Chrome operating system. Now, the OS and the apps update automatically. But what a lot of people don't know is that Chromebooks have this death date. Uh, if you unknowingly purchase an older Chromebook, support for it could be ending in just a few months or maybe a year, then your Chromebook will stop automatically updating, putting all of your data and your information at risk. So before buying a Chromebook, I cannot stress this enough, Always ask and look for the Chromebook's AUE. What does that stand for? Auto Update Expiration Date. Super smart. So some Chromebook models that are approaching their date soon. Uh, we have from Acer the Chromebook 11, the Chromebook 14 for work. That's in June of 2023, so definitely don't buy that. The Chromebook Tab. Asus has the Chromebook Flip, the tablet, and another Flip version that's going to be in June and August of this year. We've got a whole list of them over at commando.com. And do me a favor, tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show because every single thing is a tech thing and knowledge is power. You can find me at commando.com. <laughs>